What's up guys, uh, Dave again, and here with another episode of the Music Lives podcast. My, my guest today is Tom Vaughan from the band Null. Uh, check out our conversation here. Check, check. Hey. So, hey Tom, how you doing, man? I'm alright, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. We kind of did this before on an Instagram live <laughs> during the lockdown, but... We did. I thought we'd get like a proper one going. That's fair. Yeah, makes sense. So how's things been? Uh, Good. Tiring. I'm 90% tired most most days. Me too, brother. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, other than that, mate, yeah, I'm, I'm thriving and surviving. Good. Have you been up to much musically or... Uh, our first practice is today oh. for the first time since we played a show in Hitchin, I think in October. Oh, wow. Uh, so, Fucking hell. Yeah, well, we've, we, it was difficult because we were in, we were sort of in writing mode for a bit and then with Christmas and everything sort of came around and like the New Year's and then we had a little bit of a block as to, you know, we're looking at things going, what are we even doing? What? we had the new year crisis uh, <laughs> the, right, the, yeah. the, i think like yeah we just had a little bit of a crisis in terms of like oh are we writing it is this what we want to write is this how we want to what are we doing yeah 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 um and then so yeah i went i was at dan's house yesterday just write write a new song yesterday that's been in my head for about five years that I've finally that's, been able to get out. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like certain aspects of it have been in my head for about five years. So the fact that I've, we've been able to do that now. So yeah, we had that. That was pretty much most most of the afternoon yesterday. And yeah, first practice today in oh, a while. Wow. Got any gigs coming up? Or? Yeah. Uh, the, in like two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're playing uh, Metal to the Masses Hitchin. I keep forgetting. Shit. I keep forgetting that song because I know every year we're like oh we'll book this band no they're playing metal to the masses <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. it's a yeah we're playing that it's a double show for mikey because black atlas are headlining it oh fucking hell <laughs> so um poor bastard yeah what he's hoping is is that we don't get put on last yeah so he has to do a set back to back like du- double shift literally like to- totally change of style as well exactly like. plus he has to because he's obviously he does a some vocals in our stuff as well and then obviously he does the pure vocals in that one so yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully he's hopefully he's got a bit of a break in between sets where his voice can just take a bit of a rest yeah definitely um so yeah i mean kind of we sort of discussed it in the instagram live but mm-hmm. where did you get your start in the local music scene <laughs> uh through so the actual story of like my first gig was this goes back to when I was in high school. Um, there was, I remember being in high school and there was a girl in the year older than me that um, you might know. Do you know? Do you remember Altera? Name rings a bell for sure. Yeah. But she was, I saw her walking around school in like a, she always had like a bullet from a Valentine hoodie. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, bullet from a Valentine. Like someone else that liked similar music to like I did. Yeah. So we started talking and then, um, we so then yeah so we started talking and then she was like oh have you met my uh i want to introduce you to my boyfriend chris so i spoke to chris and then um we were sort of messing about with like 
just like because he played guitar i played bass we were sort of messing about and that and then he said oh um i'm doing an acoustic show at the george and i'm thinking about getting a bit of bass and a bit of drums like do you know a drummer and i was like i do know a drummer my best mate is a drummer mm. um so i got uh i spoke to monk and said look do you want to do this show it's like a little acoustic thing it's not be too too much just like standard bits so then we played that show so it was chris me alex stroke monkey and then um chris's mate dave played guitar and then after that gig we all sat down afterwards in the george having a pint and then um we sort of said how about we try and actually be a band yeah um and they were like we know james who can scream um so we'll just have a just jam with the five of us wrote a basic set list and then contacted you guys what's the band called again your first autumn that's it because i can't remember thanks random band name generator for that <laughs> <laughs> open dictionary point of words basically yeah that was basically it we just like it just generated a list of names for us and we just went through them and we're like, that sounds cool, that sounds cool, that sounds cool, that sounds cool. So and we when, settled when on that one. was your first show? Because I remember the name, but uh, fuck if I remember when you played. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I'll be honest, I think when we started communicating with you guys, uh, at the time I was speaking a lot more with Tom. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Um, so the first gig we ever played was uh, the was in December 2008 uh my passion simbo Eleanor's tribute and us was that uh, at luton su was it yeah first oh, ever yeah. show was at luton su so we were like did you open that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember God, fucking hell that was yeah 2008 su i've, I've been doing the poster was like now. some weird it was like some guy in a suit with like a rabbit head or something oh myspace still exists the, the dta, DTA MySpace. MySpace still oh exists. mate so like i went through it a couple of years ago with all, like to put the transposer posters onto Facebook, like all that nostalgia, yeah, and, like, all the like, old gigs. I was looking back and I was like, "Fuck me, we booked a lot of gigs." <laughs> like I don't remember honestly. I don't remember half of them. Like you remember looking back at some of the bands, going like, "Holy fuck!" Like how did we get that? Yeah, I mean, you look. I mean, you look like I've got a, in Gallows like oh, yeah. signed picture up there, and like touring with a bunch of bands that then I've put on at the old su and mm. like it's just fucking mind-blowing that that period of time yeah was so insane for you uk music as well especially like you think about like all the bands that broke through at that time and then you think of all like the scenes that were popping up all over the place as well yeah true i mean like for i remember like going back to like that 0809 era mm. where like on myspace do you remember like bulletins on myspace yeah, yeah, yeah. there would be like people in my friends list would just be posting bulletins like oh who's going su or who's going fact hat factory yeah and like they didn't even know who was playing they probably didn't even like it was just a case of it's a friday friday night yeah we're going regardless yeah. just to see some just to see some bands it was also most of the time like with that era it was like it wasn't like you say it wasn't just for the bands it was just for the hang-ups yeah exactly at that time we were the only ones who were able to do like a all ages kind of event and yeah then over the course of time people found like pubs in town which were doing 
underage drinking and like stuff like that because that was the thing like there was always gigs on at like hat factory like downstairs hat factory or like su and stuff and then mm. every now and then i remember playing i think like the third show i ever played was at the castle supporting never means maybe but Shit. i don't think it was i don't think it was a dta show no it wouldn't have been it would have been because it was at the castle a gate nine show yeah, so i think that, it was gate nine because that yeah. would have been paul mercer who is now oh, yeah. one of luton lives yeah so i remember that that show was probably like the third show i ever played and i was supporting never means maybe at the castle that was the first castle gig i ever played yeah never means maybe fucking hell <laughs> jesus i remember them I'm throwing some bands out here, yeah man i'm like so, like what well, i was talking about i was talking about the other day and i remember um, this was when like when I was back in Kings and I was talking to Donny and Donny was saying he remembers once playing above Don Broco uh, in a, a gig when he was in She Fell Victim and She Fell Victim were booked wow. higher on the bill and Don Broco and now look at Don Broco yeah I, I remember <laughs> first going back to DTA I remember the first ever DTA show Don Broco were playing as Summerfall and oh, wow. that was 2004 so they've i mean as i know a they've band, been around they've for been ages around for yeah because they went through like summerfall club sex and uh I now, see, now don now, broco now you've said that i remember a band called club sex but yeah. i didn't know it was don broco yeah that was them so like again you think about it like don broco shikari like yeah gallows broke like blew through luton su a couple even of times like your demise as well yeah another one like even from yeah. like a couple of the like saint Albans bands yeah like the scene around here in that period of time was insane like lower than atlantis yeah but also i feel like back then it was more about it wasn't just about the su and the and the sort of hat factory but there was like a actual kind of buzzing little yeah. scene where it was like there was rehearsal spaces there was things for people to go and practice and mm. now there seems to be very little in the way of it's, that yeah it's weird because i always the way i sort of picture it is like or the way i sort of see things is like back in that period you had all the guys that were going to like like you say like su and hat factory just for the general buzz mm. and then they've all sort of like gone and or some of like you know come and gone into bands themselves now but it's almost like there's no um it's like you need the next wave do you know like yeah, the next yeah, wave yeah. of grebos and emos to come through like <laughs> strange where enough, the emos at that's kind of coming back like the myspace scene kind of thing is coming back like, ah see won't I, was, be long, mate. I was interviewing or chatting with a guy called Tom Newman. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Tom. He, uh, he had something to do with Transcend at one point. Yeah, didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. I know. Him. I was talking to him the other day about doing again, doing another podcast, and we were saying like, in, for my job, I drive past schools and colleges and stuff like that, and you see the six formers out, and it's like that shit was like in the early two thousands, and then I realised that was nearly twenty fucking years ago. Oh shit! Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh i feel awful now <laughs> but yeah it's that whole thing like that whole thing of like you know f fringes and like yeah. converses and everything like that it's like there's like i can't remember i what i was i was on the internet not for porn and, <laughs> <laughs> and um i was looking at some i think it was like alternative press yeah 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 and there was a band on like the banner header and it wasn't like a band I'd recognise or a band I'd seen through the MySpace era. 
but they were a fucking MySpace band. The Thinking. way their image and everything like that. And I was like, I think it's bands like um, If I Die First, uh, uh, C Space Cowboy, yeah, like all those kind sick. of. Who are sick? They are <laughs> sick. Yeah, they are sick. But it's like that kind of, that kind of sound. And even to an extent, like bands like Static Dress have yeah, that have that MySpace true. sound. And even in a way, in 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 some sense, that same image as well. It's like all that yeah. old MySpace era sort of coming back around in new packaging. Because all the bands that who were around like the bigger bands like your thursdays and every time i die yeah 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 all those bands are now having that sort of influence on people yeah that's when like the amount of bands that like you know you talk about bands where it's like you say like where there's the whether they're now the influencers for for bands now they're now the old people bands yeah exactly (laughs) you know you just like when they were getting into bands you know you talk about like metallica and stuff yeah now it's slowly going into like thursday every time i die yeah funeral for a friend to some extent i'm supposed to go and see them tomorrow fingers crossed hopefully hopefully anyway i think holding absence are on that tour as well they are holy absence in static dress see (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be such a good show myspace full circle it is um but yeah man like that period of time was great but when we when it stopped, I was kind of like, "What do we do now?" Yeah, I I feel because I think I'm like I remember um, I think around that because it like you say it 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 had its peak and then it just sort of died for a bit. Mm. And I think you guys might have still been trying to respark it. I think I remember playing a Hat Factory show when I was in yeah. Shields. Yeah. In you played in Shields? Yeah, I was the original bassist in Shields. Oh. How the fuck do I not remember that? Yeah, not uh, to be fair, not many people do. But me and Jamie, me and Jamie Lee. Yeah. So, yeah, me and Jamie Lee were trying to start a band up together, and then he got approached by a guy called Julian, mm-hmm. who played in a band called Despite My Deepest Fear. I remember them. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I know this guy who's looking for a guitarist and a bassist." Mm. So we went and spoke to Sam. Yeah. And um, like did all these things. Then we played an all dayer in London somewhere. I think it was at in Tufnell Park, uh, Boston. Boston Music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we played an all dayer there, and then afterwards, it was almost like the test gig, as it were. And then afterwards, they were like, "Oh yeah, you guys can. Yeah, you guys are in." Oh wow! So we did the the first EP. Oh wow! The yeah. So the first Shields EP was me and Jamie Lee did the tour after that and then not long after the tour i left oh fair so i was literally like the first the first ever music video for shields the silence is me in a with a mullet and a dot cotton t-shirt <laughs> and then um <laughs> yeah so and then like obviously they went off and yeah did their thing yeah man like now sam's doing his thing like yeah which is crazy successful dude at the moment like... yeah he's he's killing it but yeah, man. Like, what were you in that kind of like period? What were you? Were you still involved in music? Obviously, with Shields. But after you left Shields, what did you? Well, with Shields, it was like uh, with Shields. I sort of after Shields, I sort of wasn't sure what I wanted to do for a couple of years, just mm. in myself. Like, um, and then I remember talking to. I think like a couple of years went by. I think I sold a bunch of equipment because mm. I was like do you know what i'm probably not going to be in anything at this point so anything i had i remember selling like my amp to like dan sloan and like i sold some stuff to him and like just bits and pieces everywhere Mm. and then i was speaking i ended up getting back in communication with donnie somehow 
was it yeah. Donnie or Ricky? One of those two. And um, they were like, oh, we've got our thing going and just want to see if you want to come hang out for a bit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, at this point, I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, yeah, let's just I'll come hang out. Um, and ended up, that ended up being Young Kings. Oh, bloody hell. Because that was the first, kind of almost bringing it up to date, that was the first Loot and Lives gig I was ever involved in. I don't think you were in Young Kings at this point, but they did a Young Kings show. Was it the one for Mind? Yes. Yeah, that was not long after I'd left. Yeah, because that was the first Loot and Lives show I was ever kind of involved in. Oh, uh, really? Because I turned up, I joined that sort of mid-2017 era. Yeah, it was around, I think I left begin like beginning... 2017 maybe yeah. i think i played like a couple of shows at the beginning of 2017 and then like yeah pieced out pieced out yeah <laughs> but yeah that was that was so how long were you working like, around in young kings for then? first show was i think the first show that i played in kings was maybe 2013 wow maybe 2012 2013 because they'd already had a show booked because they were I don't know if you might remember that. Do you remember that uh, there was a band for like five minutes? It was they were called Cassidy's Court. No. For like five, it was like Stephen Ford was I singing in it and stuff. But then th- that was like a thing that was around. I don't know if it was just like whatever. Mm. And then um, they were like, "Oh, we've yeah, we've got this show booked in Bedford." I don't think it was supporting anyone. I think it was just like a showcase. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. And it was a it was at Esquire's. And um, yeah, so I did that, and I think that was maybe 2013, early 2014. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. like first show, and we were like proper melodic hardcore, trying to be like landscapes, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of vibe. Landscapes more than life, that kind. Yeah, of thing. Yeah, like yeah. fully like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, then we did that. Then we had a, then Ricky, well, Ricky was in the band for probably like six months. We started writing our EP, had the EP done, and then um, Rick left and joined Canvas. So he played right. bass yeah, for Canvas yeah, yeah. for a bit, of, and then they switched around him and Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then we did that, and then that's when we got Will in, and mm-hmm. um, then I did our did our EP. Then we got Kevin to play guitar. And then that was, and then we did all of our touring after that. Wow. Um, what sort of touring did you do? We did three UK. Four UK? Three, yeah, we did three UK. They were like, I think the first one was like 10 days. Mm. And the second one, the second two, or the second and third were like five. Mm. So it was like a Thursday through yeah, yeah. type deal. Long weekend. Yeah, basically. We did two of those in the UK. And then we did one Europe tour. Germany, which was just basically five shows in Germany and one yeah. in Switzerland, <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't really. That, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun conversation that we had there because we were not happy with our booking agent for that tour. So that, who was? Uh, it's this girl called Marie. Oh, she was just a nightmare. <laughs> I think she still owes us money. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like it was. Uh, like basically, she, for some reason, she decided she wanted to be in charge of all the money. Ah, uh, on the tour, classic. And then she would give us money when we needed petrol, 
So it's like, what are you, my sugar daddy? What, what are, you, are you dealing diesel? What's happening? <laughs> Someone <laughs> needs to fucking deal diesel. Oh, do you know, in a minute, honestly, <laughs> crazy. But um, I just spent thirty five pounds go from pump one to pump two. Yeah, basically. <laughs> do you know what I mean, I thought about I thought about getting petrol, and it cost me twenty quid. <laughs> joke topical uh, yeah <laughs> so political <laughs> but yeah like we did that which was just basically a bunch of shows in germany and like one in switzerland but i'd argue, i'd probably argue that the show that we played in switzerland is probably my favorite show i've ever played really ever do you remember where it was it was i don't remember where it was it was in this little village from i believe the 1970s um but we were playing in a band's practice space. Oh, I so love it was those. one of those shows. I love where those shows out there. The PA was basically like uh, plugged into an extension lead, into yeah. an extension lead, and all that. And um, safety would have gone fucking insane. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah. it was uh, like this Swiss band, the band we were on tour with, um, which is a band called Shattered Lions, who were German, and then us headlining, and they brought us they brought us all beer like this swiss band would obviously sort of book the show i don't think we got paid for it or if we did um, we i think we might have done but um they gave us food they like gave got us a load of beer and stuff oh man i miss the europe european <laughs> catering it's so good and like i th- that was like the practice room the room we were in was probably like no bigger than where yeah. we are and um yeah there was like 30 30, 30 people in there not including bands that's rad and it was sweaty and like they told us you know what i'm like with rules they told us all <laughs> yes. these things that they were like oh yeah don't do this and i went okay so i'm not allowed to hang off this beam no okay you said i'm not allowed to but casey <laughs> <laughs> so like we st- i remember we stopped the show halfway through um and i said me and casey looked at each other and i said is there people still upstairs to these like people and they were like they were looking at me really confused and i said are there people still upstairs yes or no and they were like yeah i think so and i went right we're not playing another fucking song until you go and get them and they were like what i was like we've driven over a thousand miles to play this fucking show now go and fucking get them and they were like what i was like right fuck this i mean casey left went up the stairs and shouted at these people we've driven over a thousand miles to come and see to fucking play for you cunts now come downstairs <laughs> and then like literally the end of that show i i remember smashing the smashing my base with like this bit of wood like i just found it in the corner the i was fuck? like fuck it casey was hanging off of this like this bit of like trunking that was going along the ceiling that was holding wires in we were just like we didn't care at this point i think we'd all had a couple of beers at this point oh, before right. it was cool yeah. But yeah, that was that was probably one of the most fun shows I've ever played. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah, I miss I miss Europe, man. I miss just be, like obviously working with bands behind the scenes mm. in the time my time, just a general hospitality. Because I even back in DTA, I remember you still going off and touring. Mm. Like yeah. I remember you going off with like bands like Page and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but yeah, like I was trying to think. There was a time. I might have actually met you guys in Europe. You might have, and that might have been Cologne. Would it? Would it have been Cologne? We were in. I I know I went to Cologne, but I don't remember meeting you in Cologne. But I know that the boys did another European tour afterwards, which was actually a European tour because Jack booked it. 
Oh, it might have been that then, because I remember um, there was a venue in Cologne called The Underground. Right. And I was with there with a band, but we couldn't we couldn't use the apartment that night. So my friend Caroline said, right, you can come and stay at mine, but this band Young Kings are staying. Oh, uh, right. And I was like, Young Kings from the UK? She was like, yeah, yeah, do you know them? I was like... I know I've known most of them since they were like fucking fourteen <laughs> yeah. years old. Like, and so we met in the Burger King car park around the corner. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely yeah because that was when was that with John John Hawkins? Is it John Hawkins? It was in. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it was, was in uh, Hero. Hero. Yeah, yeah. Because he played guitar for him for a bit, and this was when I left, and they got Dave in to play bass. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that was probably. Because I remember on our tour, we didn't stay in any accommodation. We mostly slept in the van. Oh, wow, fair. Uh, that was fun. No, <laughs> fucking no. I slept on, I remember sleeping on the floor of the van once, and uh, I think my back still hurts from it. <laughs> Mate, I'll never forget the, um, I won't name the band as they're quite successful, but they were being um, very tight with their budgets for accommodation. Mm despite me saying you've got money despite me knowing they had money no it's enough money to get like a hostel or something yeah yeah they literally i booked them in into a hostel on their first night of the tour and they were like no 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 we can't spend any money no. i was like you're getting a good guarantee <laughs> like just do it you're getting good money on merch they were making like five six hundred euros a night on merch, oh, wow. if not more and i was like all right cool and then there was a there was a trip we had to do from Italy to Austria, mm-hmm. which isn't in the grand scheme of things isn't that far, but it was like an eight hour drive through the Austrian Alps and stuff like yeah. that. And we left the Italian classic thing with the Italian clubs. It was like turn up at three in the afternoon, don't play till midnight. Yeah, I know that feeling. I did that the show in the northwest, so like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so there was an after party, so everyone was getting drunk in the after party. So we pulled into this Italian service. Like, I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep because we're gonna need to drive some of the way. So we pulled into this Italian service station at like four in the morning, and there were seven of us in the van, all sleeping in the van. And it fucking sucked so much. Yeah, I think we had six uh, in ours. Yeah. Um, did we have six? Yeah, we had six. Because oh, we had, because we luckily, our the boys built two beds, mm. like in the van. So they had two beds. Then there was, we called it the coffin, behind the gap between the gap. back seats and yeah, yeah, the back yeah, wall. Yeah, and that was where Kev Mac lived. <laughs> um, he lived in there for the tour. Then I slept on the seats. They made like another. They what they made like another bed that you sort of put in between yeah, the yeah. two rows of seats. There was actually raised off the floor. Oh wow! And they, yeah, they like built it out of like old pallets. And Kev worked at a foam factory, so he managed to get hold of some memory foam. Oh, okay. So we made like this little thing that you sort of put on stands and rested in between the yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah. And then when we went on, to, that was we used that for um, UK. And then when we did Europe, mm. we had um, another guy down with us who was just sort of looking after our merch. And mm. at this point, our van was held together with gaffer tape. <laughs> So he like was our mechanic, but he slept in. He sometimes slept in the front seats. Yeah, and we had a curtain up that just went over oh, the wow. things. Proper that was proper DIY kind of. Yeah, like to be fair to like Donnie and 
Casey, they did a lot of stuff on because the, the van was just flat wall, like it's yeah. like an old postal van. Yeah, yeah. So everyone had those. Everyone has an old point, postal yeah. van, so they did a lot of mods to it themselves. That's cool, man. So when you kind of stopped work, stopped doing Young Kings, what was kind of like? You, uh, you, I remember you being around, but I don't remember you kind of being in music. Yeah. Until... So when I left Kings, it was like. Um, I was sort of at that point I'd sort of gone do you know what I've sort of done everything that I sort of wanted to do in a way yeah. maybe apart from like play like one or two festivals yeah but in terms of that I was like you know I've been, I've played a show in I've played a show in other countries and stuff yeah. and, I, and I was like do you know what I'm quite okay with it so I literally sold pretty much everything I had apart from my guitars wow the, like the only things that were left were my tuner pedal and my guitars like i sold everything else wow um but then like i was still one of those things where i was like i still wanted to because i was just interested in like obviously the music stuff at the time anyway like mm -hmm. i still like like i love music so i'd like see shows that you guys were putting on of like some bands and of whatever and mm. maybe sometimes not like maybe not even for the band sometimes i'd just go just because it'd be like i've got nothing else to do so i'm just gonna go and watch this band or whatever and now you're living in the middle of buttfuck nowhere now living in Karen now yeah. yeah well there is literally no music <laughs> scene in Karen. there's nothing but yeah like how did you because obviously now you play bass in null yes how did you get involved with that uh so i can't remember where it, uh, we were at, it, i was at the castle yeah and i don't know why i was at the castle whether it was like someone's birthday or it was either it, there was an occasion that I was at the castle. It was either yeah. a gig or uh, like someone's birthday or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think it might have been Miller's, maybe Miller's. If, if in doubt, it probably was Miller. If in doubt, it's yeah. probably Miller. Lovely Miller. <laughs> um, and Dan came up to me, um, Dan Baker. He yeah. came up to me and was just like talking to me and stuff because we'd met. I never m met Dan. I met Dan through Miller. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Mm -hmm. Um so I started talking to Dan and Dan was like, Are you doing anything musically? I was like, Oh no. And he said, Oh, um obviously they'd put out Welcome the Sleep. Yeah, yeah. At this point and they were like, Oh, we're um thinking about trying to make null like a full band mm -hmm. type thing. Um, would you be interested in playing bass on it? And I was like yeah like i didn't have anything going on and they he he we the conversation that we had he made it sound like really super casual and like really fun and stuff mm -hmm. and i was like yeah do you know what like yeah I'll, if you ever need anything let me know mm -hmm. i was like i haven't got any equipment apart from guitars so if you are actually i won't do anything until something's actually confirmed like i don't want to be like i'll go out and buy an amp and then nothing happens yeah and then he was like, oh, yeah, we're booked for Castle Fest 20, <laughs> 2018. 2019, I think. Because that's the 2018 poster there, isn't it? Because we're not on that one. Oh, shit, yeah, it would have been 2019. 2019, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And we were booked on that. I knew about that from from 2018 because he told me yeah. that Paul, Paul and you guys are pretty much gone. Yeah, you guys are like playing the first. Because Welcome to Sleep came out in 2017, didn't it? I think so. It might have been a bit earlier. Because I remember it coming out. Because mm. um, obviously it was around when obviously Jay passed. Yeah. Um, so I remember it coming out and everything and stuff. And I, I, I think I'd listened to the song at the time as well. So I knew what they were about. Yeah. 
And then he was like, oh, yeah, we've been booked for Castle Fest 2019. And I I knew about that in 2018. Because yeah. I think we were like... I think you were one of the first bands. We were like one of the first. I know we were in one, like the first wave, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like, okay, shit, this is actually a thing now. Mm. So it was me, Jake, and Dan. And then we were trying to... We had a drummer in and then it didn't work out. Uh, so we were like, okay, fine. Then we had to get a guitarist. So there was talk going around about who we were going to get in. And we were like, we suggested, or someone suggested Mikey. And I'd never met Mikey I before. Mikey. <laughs> I know, he's great. I'd never met Mikey beforehand. And I remember it was just us three, Dan, Jake, and myself yeah. at a practice room. And then Mikey came in. And then I think me and Mikey just like clicked instantly. And as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, this is the guy. We all knew that this is the guy we want. Yeah. And then we were just struggling with the drummer for ages. And then I don't know, I don't even want to know how we found. I wish if, if, the one thing I wish in life is that I didn't find Gary, our drummer. <laughs> I wish I found someone else. Isn't his name? Jack. That's it. Yeah. Why did you call him Gary? Because basically he, when we first met him, he had like sort of silverish gray hair. Yeah. And, um, he was it was sort of like sort of not like a short back and side type thing yeah, but. yeah yeah and then we were at a practice one day and he came in and he had like jet black hair and it was almost like <laughs> it was almost like a sort of like faux hawk type thing oh god but and we sort of like he just came in like me and dan were in the room and he we said nothing of it at all we were just like oh hey man how are you and he was like don't fucking I was like, what? And he goes, dude, I look like Gary Newman. <laughs> and then as soon as he said that, we were like, right, that's it. And then he's been called Gary ever since. <laughs> Although he's currently in my phone. He's saved as Steph Scott. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why he's called Steph Scott. Fair enough. But yeah, I think we found Gary just because I think we asked um, the guy that runs our, uh, the guy that ran the practice space. Um, we just asked if he knew any drummers that were looking for a band. He gave us a list of them. Mm. Gary was the first one that replied. Fair. And then we had him in, we tried him out, and we were like, okay, yeah, cool, you'll do. Um, He's a good drummer, to be honest. He, he is a good drummer when he wants to be. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he is a good drummer. Um, I think he was a bit nervous for the first couple because we'd already had everything written. Oh, right. So, like, obviously yeah, we had yeah. everything written, so we had to try and adjust to it uh, how he, he plays. Yeah, and now that we're writing now, which this the concept we're doing is crazy. So, like the Quite fact that we're right. Care now, to give us an exclusive? Well, I well, I don't know. It hasn't been discussed. But what I will say is, you'll there's a certain hashtag that we've been putting on a lot of our posts recently, which is uh, grief. Okay. Oh, I have noticed that actually. Yeah. So I'm not going to go too much into detail, mm. but grief is the 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 project is called grief. Okay. So the, the concept that we've got going on is really cool. Um, and I think because we're doing that, like because we're doing our own thing now, he's uh, he's much more, he's coming out of his shell a lot mm -hmm. more and he's um, putting his own twist on things. Because mm. we just program the drums and then we yeah. just say to Gary, like, do whatever you want do as you long think? as it sounds all right. Yeah. But so... Um, so touched on it briefly so what's apart from metal to the masses what's next for now uh 
I don't. I don't actually think we said anything recorded-wise about Metal to the Masses, did we? So uh, we no. So we're playing Metal to the Masses Sunday, the third of April, I think, at Club Eight Five. Yeah. Um, I think we've got that. We're booked on the Graphic Nature show. Yes, you are. Yeah, twenty third of April, I believe. That yep. Is. I think there's one more. Maybe I don't know. I think we've got at least two or three booked, and alongside that, it's it's grief. The, the this thing project. is this project. It, it this project has been like a big thing for us. I think I came up with a concept. Like I think I came up with a concept like seven eight months ago. Oh wow! So it's been it's it's something that's been in that pipeline, but. We've we sort of came up with the concept and then um, yeah it's just sort of with like the whole crisis thing mm. um, it, we just took a back burner so yeah. we've probably been working on it for a lot less than it's actually been around because I remember seeing on your social media your I think yours specifically you were recording something a while ago so is that yeah so it was a, to be fair that was a song that we had written. Yeah, so I went round to Dan's house and I tracked bass at Dan's house. We do a lot of our, we do all of our own recording. Mm. Um, the EP that was put out, we got that mixed and mastered externally mm. and we just recorded it all ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to do the same with this one, possibly record externally as well. We've been talking to, um, we've talked to Tim from... Oh, Tim Kramer. From Drones. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think Dan had a conversation with Tim um, a week or so ago because I think they met at a party. Probably. I think they met at... Ironically, it was at Miller's party, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, they met at Miller's party, so I think they've talked in there and I think uh, he possibly could work with us. It's an option. He has amazing dogs. Does he? Yeah. I um, mean, sold then. I'm yeah. I'm there. I don't care what the person's say. I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna look at doing something with him. Possibly. He's a he's a name that's been mentioned. So because I know he did stuff for of Concrete Gods recently. Oh, okay. And he, obviously, I know he, I don't I know if he's involved in his own stuff. I would imagine. So. I he does most of it. Yeah. I think they recorded all of their last album there. So. Yeah. So I think we'll probably do. I know it's a name that's been mentioned, and I know Dan and Tim got on quite well. Mm. So it hasn't been fully discussed, but it, it possibly we might look at doing something with him in the future. That's cool. Um. But yeah, we just I've recorded that song. That song. That idea has been. We've had that idea since before castle fest oh wow like we've had that song that first demo of that song was out just before castle fest oh wow and i don't think we were trying to get it ready and then we just didn't because that's the thing we move slow so um, (laughs) everyone thing is everyone's older now everyone's like we're going back to the original thing of like when everyone was younger it's like right bands 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 now everyone's like little bit older families commitments exactly and... like me and me and gary are the only ones that don't have kids yeah um and aren't married even like so like except to each other um Aww. so I, I bully him <laughs> but it's only because i love him um but yeah like we're the only ones that don't have uh, like any kids or any like yeah marital commitments no of course so and gary does a, he's got another band as well that he's in 
Um, so he sort of splits his time between those two. Yeah. Um, but I think he doesn't know it, but he definitely prefers us. <laughs> um, Even though you bully the shit out. That's of him. why he prefers us. <laughs> he gets he's equal in their band in ours. He's a he's he's, <laughs> he's a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is a little piece of shit. Um, oh. Yeah, but yeah, we're 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 poor Gary. Yeah, uh, we're doing all right. I think we've just a lot of it is just ideas that we come up with, but then just schedules and mm. this bloody disease. Uh, mate, I had it recently. It did fucking you? Sucked, man. Oh, mate. I had it. I think the symptoms started on the Monday when I was at work. I was yeah, I saw on your Instagram that you had it. And I was messaging, um, everyone was like, go get a fucking PCR test because I was at work. Oh, really? And I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. And I drove from work to get a PCR test. And the following morning, it's like, you're positive, motherfucker. Oh. I was like, oh, great. That was so, the word. Well, luckily, we've not had... The only person I think that's had COVID out of our lot is is Dan. I think. I don't think Mike... Oh, no, Mikey had COVID over Christmas. Mm. So It seems like fucking everyone's had it at least. That's the... Everyone's... Uh, I've not <laughs> yeah. had it. I've not had it yet. I, I don't know how I've avoided it. Fair. But, like... I And I'm all up to date. You know, I'm boosted and everything yeah, like yeah. that. So... I mean, same here, but... Yeah. It's I was just, just unlucky, just man. Yeah. So yeah, and, and Jake's not very well at the minute. Um, he's not been very well the last couple of days, mm. but I don't think it, he hasn't said that it's COVID. Fair. So I think he's just got something even worse potentially in man flu. <coughs> Jesus, the killer! <laughs> it's honestly, bro, I don't know how he's alive. Um, but yeah, so like, I think everyone's just sort of ill at the minute. But yeah, how we've managed to avoid it? I know Dan got it on the day of our. Our show. Shit, that's right. Because you were supposed to play. It was our EP release show for Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, it was our EP release show in yeah. like July. Oh no, yeah, shit, yeah, I remember. It was the day before, and what was what was funny about that whole situation was Mikey couldn't play the show because yeah. he was away. Yeah, and we it, it was one of those where we talked about it and we were like, we sort of have to play it. We yeah. don't want to be that band that. I mean, we don't really want to be a band that cancels shows anyway. Yeah, but yeah. when it was like an EP show. But Mikey couldn't do it, so we were getting Dave Ansel was going to play guitar for us, ah. and he'd learned the whole set in like a week, and he'd, oh, we'd fuck. done like three, four practices with him, <laughs> and the last practice we were like joking about how imagine all this and it doesn't happen, and, then it, <laughs> and it didn't, and it didn't happen. So I think Dave was Dave was gutted, bless yeah, him, because he hadn't played again. Dave hasn't played anything since, in ages since, since Russo. Fuck! I forgot he was in Russo. Yeah, because yeah, uh, they played with us. That's a that's a fun story. That oh, yeah. that's for another day. That story with Russo. Oh god! A... But yeah, I tell you what. As I've kept you a while now, and, yeah, uh, that's cool, man. We'll wrap it up a little bit. Um, Sound. Last question. Go on. Last five listens on Spotify and any other streaming service that might Ooh. be available. Last five. Yeah. All right. I'll have to check because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so it's Spotify only. So the last, the the most, the song I was listening to on the, uh, I was listening to the Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens on the way here. I've not listened to that. I've seen it's, a lot of people go on about so that. It's so good, man. It's so it's it's just there's a lot of Bring Me comparisons. Yeah, it's like paternal era Bring Me again, going back to influences. Yeah, but it, that's there. Uh, so yeah, the death. I was listening to it was actually a song called Just Pretend mm-hmm. off the album The Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens. Uh, so that was there. Uh, I listened to All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because, and I'm going to say it, I don't think they've been, their last albums have been that good. I'm throwing last it out there. Last one wasn't great. I'm throwing it out. I don't like, uh, I don't know what the album's even called. The latest one. I might check uh, for all those for all those that wish to exist. Yeah, that, that... not a fan of it. Um, Holy Hell was okay, but I liked Holy Hell. But for all those that wish to exist, was a bit meh. But I think All Our Gods was yeah. For all those that wish to exist, mm. um, yeah. But I think Holy Hell was a bit meh. Um, and in in essence, I got a little bit bored of Architects. Yeah. It sounds bad, but because Sam Carter was like, he's everywhere at the minute. Yeah. Like, which isn't a bad thing, like, fair play to him, but it's just like. Uh, Can't knock the hustle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was just like, do you know what? I'm sort of. I'm architect out. Yeah. I hadn't listened to architects for a while, so I was like, I'll listen to uh, that. Uh, so that's. Yeah, so we've got architects, bad omens. Uh, I listened to Reaper by Nothing Nowhere. I, I can't stand that. I love I it. I can't stand I it. I love nowhere. it. Um, so, yeah, Reaper by Nothing Nowhere. Uh, a nice little EP uh, by a band called Bouquet. Uh, it's called name. Cardinal. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. It's a really nice melodic hardcore mm. EP. Uh, sing- I mean, the I remember seeing their first video and one of the comments on the video is because the, the vocalist does have a little bit of a Ed Kemper vibe about him <laughs> which is a bit unfortunate but um <laughs> he's not as tall but um <laughs> yeah so <laughs> all right uh, there's ed kemper and uh what else was there the last one i listened to tell you the thing i think you might like actually i listened to it recently here we go dream bank called dream tigers okay um i'll check that out it's members of caspian and oh i like caspian defeater oh which is Ooh. a weird fucking mix, but what a it, combo! It's all oh, no, one, that's it's not all one word. Uh, I was about to Dream, say. I just looked it up. I just looked it up, and I saw two ladies, and I was like, I don't remember them being in. <laughs> is that them? That's oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen you post this on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cardinal that, and uh, the last thing I listen uh, as well. I listened to uh, it's a band called Macari. Never heard. Uh, it's an EP called Continu- Continuum. Yeah by um makari mm-hmm. so it's the new vocalist from monuments okay but it's his like he's in like five bands like everyone in that uh, <laughs> but it, it's more like a panic at the disco type vibe okay so he does literally it's just cleans so right. it's more like a uh like a let me yeah it's like panic at the disco emerosary kind of all right bit of a bit of a vibe but i've been listening to so much recently like not even not even in this not even in like the genres you'd expect of me no that's fair because like it's like a step outside that's like i said to you before like i find you can find influence from everything yeah i find influence in like so much stuff that isn't even like null related Mm. um so like like it was funny because it was talking to when dan showed tim a couple of the demos that we've got going on Tim was like, oh, this sounds really tall, carnival, like Deftones vibes. And I can't stand all three of those bands. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, now this, this, this one's all my influence. And it's <laughs> stuff like that. But like, yeah, I've just been listening to so much stuff recently. So, but oh, yeah, they're cool, the man. last, as proven by my last five. No, yeah, that's, that's cool, a bit man. Mad, a bit mental. 
All right, wicked. Thank you, Tom, for coming in. It's a um, pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's fact glad that we finally got this sorted after all this time. Yeah. But yeah. We got there. Yeah, we did. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>